I'm Erin Pierce, and this is We Meet Again, the podcast. Thanks for joining me. It's been a little while, and it was an intentional pause, and in another way not intentional in that I wanted to take a step back from the first recording and spend a little more time listening than speaking. I needed to hear more wisdom from others to help me on my own path. And having said that, I haven't arrived at any amazing revelations or conclusions, but I did sort of patiently wait for the inner inspiration to come back to me and that little courageous step to press the record button. And today I just felt inspired. And so here I am. So I could describe my surroundings and say that I am sitting in a wicker chair underneath a beautiful tall oak tree on five acres of beautiful green land in rural Washington. And that would be true. I could say that I just spent my morning luxuriating in more than one cup of coffee and plenty of quiet time in the garden to water the plants that are growing rapidly as the weather is warming. I could say that I sent my children off this morning without fear for their safety or their well-being and knowing that we are all here on my family's property in a safe place. I could also describe my situation and surroundings by saying that I am here by the grace of God as a refugee of sorts from some extreme adversity and some very difficult life circumstances over the past several years, namely divorce, (laughs) the ending of an era in a very long relationship in my life that produced two beautiful children, a subsequent relationship which over the course of six years awakened me to the experience of emotional abuse and coercive control, Um, medical crisis, my oldest son who a few years back at age 10 inexplicably suffered very sudden kidney failure and dialysis, hospitalization, chemotherapy drugs, and a transplant, which I was fortunate enough to be able to give to him in May of 2017. So we're celebrating two years of better health. I could describe my situation as being here because we had nowhere else to go as I begin to rebuild my life, reconnect to myself, and heal from a lot of trauma even further back. And I can vacillate back and forth between those two very real descriptions of where I stand and where I am and what surrounds me. Or in the case of today, I can remember that it's all true and it's all part of this larger story. And at any particular moment in time, I can ask myself, 
what story I am telling and which one feels best in my ability to be able to wake up and take steps forward on this path to meeting myself and to providing for my children and to carve out a deeper understanding of why I'm here and what I came to do. I think lately it's been a little difficult in the household. So I'm here with my children and I'm living on this rural piece of land, this property that my mother and her partner purchased just a little while ago. We've got horses, goats, chickens, a garden growing, fish, a baby possum that we just found a couple of days ago that we're nursing back to health and hopefully we'll be able to set free. We've got an amazing, amazing piece of land to heal and process everything that we've gone through over the past several years. On the other hand, um, living in a house that isn't mine, my mother has a tendency to tune into the news um, to the point that CNN is pretty much the soundtrack that's playing in the background every time you walk into the house. And a lot of our conversations, even first thing in the morning, revolve around the starting line of, did you hear what our president said or did? Or did you hear what happened in this corner of the world? And you know, always related to some negative bit of news or tragedy. And um, you know, I've largely tuned out from the news and stopped reading newspapers several years ago. And um, just selectively checked in with the news every so often because it just felt so poisonous and so impactful in a negative way into my sense of well-being and optimism and it really started to cause me to feel very cynical and being back in this household and surrounded by an older generation who feel I think that it's important to stay abreast of current events and what's going on, but yet they haven't really awakened to this reality that we're in today, which is very different from decades ago in that the news is just a constant barrage of what sells and what sells is negativity and fear and sensationalism and spin and even the control of information. And so I kind of dug myself into a bit of a dark place just in light of recent events, including, you know, the outlawing of abortion in certain states here and, you know, just the climate crisis and what's going on in the news in Washington, D.C. and even worldwide. And it's really easy, as I'm sure you can imagine, to fall into this place of despair and this incredulous idea that we are amongst a world filled with people who don't seem to be awake to the urgency of what is happening politically, environmentally, spiritually. I feel like we are experiencing an extreme bout of spiritual sickness and the urgency 
is that we have reached a point that is very critical in our need to slow the momentum toward chaos and to gradually, hopefully, stop that movement and turn things around, which seems an insurmountable concept, especially when we are a culture that has learned to stay quiet and we've lost our ability to debate and have civil discourse on topics and uh, just to go on quietly about our business and um, so I found myself getting you know more and more cynical day by day about what is happening to human beings and what are we doing to our planet and to ourselves and then I started to you know little by little give myself a pep talk and it started with a question that my mom posed to me she said you know in light of everything that we are discovering and uncovering about our history as a nation our history as a culture our history in the world and how in her grade schooling high schooling and college and even in my high school and college the history we were taught and the stories we were told about our own country about women about indigenous populations about religion about our government are not the truth in so many ways or at least not the full truth and the horror and the ugliness of the truth has been hidden from us and we are in a period of time now where everything is being drug out into the light and what to do about the the realization that we live in a world that has been founded upon the backs of others and oppression and the the domination of resources for political and monetary gain by the few and that the story has been washed of the ugly truths what do we do now that we are uncovering the true story the full picture which includes really horrible things and she just kind of threw her hands up and said you know what else can we do but just be utterly devastated at this point in time and I think about the fact that I'm a mother of two age 14 and age 11 going on 12 and that I chose to bear children bring them into this world with a sense of hope that they were coming into a world that would be theirs someday and that would be healthy and that our country would be great and there would be even greater equality and more less division and, and more unity and to see the world that we are handing the keys to them with is it's really scary and how do I raise them to be hopeful optimistic and um, happy knowing that we are in a period where we're uncovering some really horrible truths and a lot of lies about our own history and how we got to where we are. And the most comforting thing that I have been able to take away 
from that acknowledgement is that while that is true, at the same time, I feel like we are in a very unique moment in time. It's a huge moment of challenge and reality hitting us in the face and upset and turmoil. But we are also in a huge stage of awakening and growth and opportunity that comes from some really painful realizations. And the greatest hope that I have is that by uncovering, excavating, pulling out and into the light all of these horrible hidden realities of our existence on the planet thus far was intended to further our spiritual awakening and to the many who are feeling the pain of this in a really visceral sense I think if you consider yourself fortunate in that you have the sensitivity and that you have the ability to recognize the urgency of it and that the message is so important is to realize that you are a steward and that you are here to usher in a new age in our humanity that includes acknowledging our fallibility, our mistakes, our past, our present divide, our shortcomings now, and our responsibility to continue to pull the truth out into the light, to continue to stay awake and aware, to speak the truth, to be brave for us, be brave for our children, to stay hopeful rather than cynical in acknowledging that this is an extremely challenging time in our history, but the fact that we are aware of it and feeling it deeply is an indication that we are waking up spiritually, that we are waking up culturally, that we are waking up as individuals to our greater purpose, to our responsibility to the planet, to our responsibility to each other. And that's what gives me hope. And that's what allows me to walk back in from the garden and listen to CNN droning on in the background <laughs> and not lose my mind. And so I hope for you, if you are feeling that sort of pain that comes with the realization of some really ugly truths, and that can be you know, through the news and on a global scale and talking about racism and slavery and, and how we came to be the United States of America and how we came to be, you know, civilizations built on top of the oppression of other civilizations, but also you as an individual, because I can't be the only one, I'm sure, that is not only experiencing this incredible awakening on a global scale to the realities of what the denial of truth has done to us, but at the same time, what the denial of my own truth 
to myself has done to me. And so while I'm taking these lessons and applying them to the larger sense into the outside world so I can remain hopeful and not be cynical, I recognize that the power of those lessons is not lost on me, the individual, and my one little life here. That as I drag out the truth in the past and the fact that I am complicit in so much of what I have created, it is a process that has allowed me to envision a doorway to deeper understanding, standing, awakening, a reconnection to my spirit, my soul. And it's not easily done. And there are no shortcuts. And so when you turn on the news and when you drag up difficult memories of your childhood and when you see what your life is like at this moment in time and you're feeling any sense of dissatisfaction with where things are, remember that the fact that you are aware and the fact that you are doing the work of uncovering the truth and that you recognize what is genuine and what is not in what is being told to you and even in the story that you're telling yourself has everything to do with your growth, has everything to do with its ripple effect on your family, your community, and the world, and that you are a player in all of this and that you have a role to play and it's an important one. And so every shift toward a deeper understanding of yourself is a shift toward a deeper understanding of the world and that only good can come from these painful truths and this reckoning with our present reality. And that's what gives me hope. And that's what keeps me moving forward through the difficult stuff and through the unearthing of a lot of hidden truths that I've been afraid to look at. And so I hope that you are finding a way through it, navigating through it in that same fashion, knowing that you are a steward that's ushering in a new age of awakening, and that while it's painful, it is absolutely worth it, and you are a part of a group of people who are awakening, and that we will overcome darkness and ignorance to bring the human race into a new era of unity, understanding, spirituality, connectedness, recognition of a higher source, recognition of something greater than yourself, recognition of your power as a creator, an intentional creator of your world, recognition that you are a storyteller and you can tell your story in so many ways but the way that serves you is a story that's filled with hope and loss and meaning and depth and beauty. And we meet ourselves again and again in the unfolding of that story and the telling of that story and in the telling of the story of the whole human race. 
So thank you for listening to me. And I'm wondering how much of the ambient sounds you've been able to pick up as I'm speaking into this little microphone here. Got horses in the background. Got birds overhead. The sun is shining. I'm surrounded by this beautiful ridge of pine trees. I'm home. I'm home. Thank you for joining me. I'm Erin Pearson. This was We Meet Again.